Hey Brendan, would you mind telling us what we're doing? Sure. This is the Hammerbarm Project. And Frank? Yes, Brendan? Would you mind telling me how you are? I am good, thank you, Brendan. How for are you? Well, and Martin? Yes, Brendan? Would you mind telling me who else we have here doing the Hammerbarm Project with us today? Well, Brendan, maybe they can introduce themselves. Oh. Hello. Hey! It's Ali. <laughs> Which Ali, you ask? Yes, there are two Allies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one who's been here the longest. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, man, I didn't expect... Just so like, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's bad for me, but yeah. like... Mm-hmm. This episode of the Hammerbarm Project is called Book, Book, Lip. Ali's here. Yay! Yay! It is, as we mentioned in our last episode, uh, still a bit tricky to get interstate. And so while we had this little peach of a peach um, in, in the state, we thought <laughs> we'd get her on the podcast again. And how glad we are to have you again, Alan. Oh, thanks, Brenny. No worries. Your little peach of a peach. <laughs> peach of a peach. That, yeah. that one's going to stick around. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> But yeah, this is what we do. We mm-hmm. get together. I get together with my friends. My friends get together with my mutual friends, and it's the three of us. And then we get together with our friends' partners. Uh, sometimes Ali, some other times Ali, mm. and hey. and it's great. Uh, and, and what we do is we talk about an episode of Bluey because it's the best. Um, what particular episode? This episode of Bluey is called. Boiga Shop. A Boiga Shop. Boiga. <laughs> Boiga. Yeah, so this is uh, season two, episode 32, so kind of right in the middle there. Um, the name is pretty straight up what this is all about. Sometimes the names of these episodes get a little bit, uh, you know, obtuse, but this one is pretty much what it is. Marty, mm. would you care to uh, give us the bare bones? Okay, well, this episode is pretty clearly a sociocultural uh, exploration of fast food culture, but I think itself as a metaphor for uh, current consumption and credit-based society, where we really, uh, whether we actually have any real choice. So we've got Bandit here, unable to avoid purchasing something he doesn't really want, and of course he has to go borrow and go into debt Mm. in order to to purchase the burgers he doesn't need, and Mm. the disinterest of the bank uh, in how the money will be spent, perhaps an allusion to Every the global time. financial crisis that we uh, experienced a few years ago. And uh, also the attractiveness of add-on sales and the innate mm. desire for, for completeness and collecting, mm, um, but inevitably leaving you uh, being completely absorbed, subsumed, you could say, into the you system could. itself, becoming labor, powering the machinations of this behemoth. So, yes, it's really about being unable to make the right choice due to societal pressures within this system. No, it's not. <laughs> no, Woo! that's got to be okay. one of your longest ones, Yeah, right? almost. <laughs> the other one where I said similar chronic is that's probably the other one. Yeah, that's a personal um, thing. No, right? what is it? Uh, the Bandit's trying to get the kids to get out of the bath because he's read a new uh, book about parenting and uh, they're just not going to. They're going to keep on playing. <laughs> it's just not going to. They're not going to. They're going to keep on playing burger shops. But hey, it's it hilarious. The, the burgers are better at the Boiger Shop. Right? Like, <laughs> burgers are better at the Boiger Shop. <laughs> that amplified whisper. Uh, <laughs> so this is probably something that I imagine a lot of families have encountered where one parent, particularly in an age where information is everywhere, easily accessible on the internet, some of it vetted, a lot of it not, uh, <laughs> where they can say, hey, this parenting book says I should be doing A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. And that tends to uh, mess with the uh, current parenting ecosystem bandit is uh, the one who is on a kick here which again sort of 
fucks with what might be the stereotype in this scenario. You, a lot of other shows would have the mum as being the one who has read the book and wants to try this, you know, left of the middle type solution. Whereas Bandit goes, no, no, the book says we they have to make their own decisions. And even Chili is just like, oh yeah, I see how that goes. Yeah, that like goes she's ultimately, yeah, very sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, Interesting the because she leaves good luck. Yeah. <laughs> even in this show, it could have been a character swap. Really, and yeah, I think there's something yeah. about that. It could have, yeah, yeah. It, it could have been chilly in the other position of like, no, Bandit, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to try and, and it could have been Bandit just way. checking out and going, well, yeah. you know, do yeah, what you're going to do, but I'm not going to. Yeah, and I think you know, one could argue like, oh, that doesn't show consistent characters, but I think it shows like the consistency reality. of family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really shows reality. I know that last episode, Ellie, we name-checked Lee Sowles because she was in the last episode that we talked about. But uh, was this episode another choice of yours that we should review? Um, it was a choice of mine, less so for the, the cameos, but yeah. just um, I was interested in the whole idea of setting boundaries mm-hmm. and, and how you set boundaries for your kids. And my favourite line of the whole episode was, the book says. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is such a trap for new parents when, yeah. when you haven't done it before and you're like, oh, but the book says, Mm. and you fall down this rabbit hole of, oh, the book says they should be sleeping this much, or we should start solids then, or I need to do this, I need to do that. Yeah, and it's almost straight up an admission that it's not really your approach and you're not really, I don't know, you're kind of- You're not taking ownership Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of rather than, no, we should do this, we should, it's almost like at the moment you say the book says, it's kind of like you're holding this thing up as knowing more than you do, I don't know. Um, This is the not parent saying this, so (laughs) you guys teach me. It's it's even the thing of just like- um, if it's not working, it's me and not the book. Okay. I think that yeah. that's more so they're like, oh, if the book says this, then there must be something wrong with my situation. I'm not or following I'm, the instructions. I'm not following yeah. the instructions close right. enough. As opposed to responding to the feedback that you get and know, because, you know, you're inevitably the person who knows your children. Mm. <laughs> and I think I think for new parents, it, it does cause a lot of anxiety and stress mm. because perhaps as a society, we have lost contact with a lot of other people having babies. Like, we don't have big families, except for you, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. yeah. So often when we have a kid, it's the first time we've really been in close proximity to a new baby. So we don't know what is normal and we're mm. looking for other advice. So, you know, when you're feeding in the middle of the night and you're scrolling on Instagram trying to find out, gee, is this normal? What's going on? Or yeah. you're reading the parenting books and you're like, well, hang on, this book says I should be doing that. And it does cause you a lot of stress. Mm, so I think it took me a long time as a parent to be able to drown out that noise, to try and find um, voices that aligned with my parenting values. Yeah. And then go, oh, hang on, I don't I don't think I like what that person's yeah. saying. That's, that's not the right advice for me. Yeah. And just yeah. leave it. And I think I wish I'd trusted that earlier. Yeah. And also it's not like, I mean, I imagine it's not like black and white and some books would preach an approach that would work perfectly for some people. And it's not that they're wrong if they don't work perfectly for other people, but asking someone to take on a certain style if it doesn't match with their personality, Mm -hmm. that's a bad idea. Uh, So I suppose it's good that there's that much information out there, but, yeah, you've got to exercise what works best because you can't change you. Mm. And And more to the point, you can't change your child. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that the thing that I would say to a new parent is – 
no book on parenting is correct because it's not about your child and it takes time to learn what your child is like and what they do and don't want to do and how they behave and what their temperament is, is like. And so really any book is wrong all the time. Mm. I think I think you can certainly take elements. Yeah, maybe yeah. they come at it from an angle you hadn't considered, but then to your point, Ali, don't stress yourself out mm-hmm. when it doesn't work or yeah. it differs from, you know, what's written down and you can you can take those elements and blend them into, you know, your situation, your family, your children and and then make your own style and write your own damn book. Exactly. <laughs> Back to the point of um, Bandit reading the book, I actually had a sort of another take on it. Frankie, how many parenting books have you read? Not many, admittedly. <laughs> Is it more than zero? <laughs> um, it's pretty close to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, how many parenting books oh, have you read? This is, that, this is what I was terribly afraid of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what I was hoping for. <laughs> no, I haven't really read them. And... The thing that sort of happens in our household, maybe happens in yours, is that I read the parenting books and then I say to Marty, hey, I think you should read this one or hey, look at this one. Has not ever happened. (laughs) Well, Ali gives me a really nice summary. I'm like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Uh, Let's go with that. And now I don't have to read the book. Uh, I'm on the same page, Marty. I I, I could almost picture my Ali saying those exact same words to me. So I I, I feel you. Thank you, Frank. Oh, man, this is the best. (laughs) When when, when are we getting one of your, like, someone who can give you... We've got to get... When's Erin? Yeah, we've got to get Erin involved. She's uh, one of my siblings that I've mentioned more than any of the others, probably, because, you know, we live together at the moment. And... uh, She's the best. I think we get Kelly on. She's a firecracker and she will not hesitate to take you down. Yeah, no, she won't. Erin, <laughs> I love Erin. She's a little mm, bit too nice. Okay, interesting. I think Kelly's the one who just be like, that. Brendan, mm. stop talking. They, just, they, uh, they would both disagree with me in different ways. I think, mm. no, maybe you're odd to something because Erin would go and maybe chat to me afterwards, but Kelly would have a great way of going, oh, um, Really? really? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're pressing that pause button. Pause, pause, pause. I've so got I so think... many options to choose from, though. I'll, I'll get back to you on which siblings should come in. <laughs> I think what might have happened is that maybe Chili has read the book and said to Bandit, look, I think there are some good points here and here. Maybe check these ones out. And uh, maybe Bandit has finally got around to uh, having a read. Yeah, and he oh, takes, it too, takes it too seriously. And mm. it kind of goes back to the... we. No magazines because it was the an episode we've already talked about. We've done takeaway, haven't we? Yeah, Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it goes back to the thing that's not important to anybody. It's a very dad thing because nothing's important. You know, oh, it's all right. She'll be right. She'll be right. And then when dad finds something that's, I mean, this is very uh, stereotypical, but when dad finds something that's important, it should be important to everybody. And and it's just like not banding without spring. <laughs> yeah, <rolls>. yeah. <laughs> it's it's sort of like dad doing that again, like. I'm sure there's countless parenting books or something, especially when they were newer parents. They probably like hadn't weren't mm. as experienced, so they're just looking for whatever help they can get. Then Bandit just on a whim finds this thing and just goes, "No, no, this is it. This is it. This is, this is what I will do now." Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I think I think there might be my take on it was there might be a little something of that that Chili's just kind of having a little private chuckle about. Like, okay, yeah, well, I'll have, him have this thing and see how that goes because I gave him all these others and he didn't ruin it. <laughs> I think there's a bit of an eye roll going on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It is a fun episode, though. You start oh, with man. the really the funky sax. Yeah, yeah. I was good. Like if you really didn't mention like, that, I would. Just yeah, the, the little lead-in uh, establishing shot yeah, is done on really the, nice. the sax. And I like it's, it's another. Surprisingly, it doesn't feel like it, but as a bottle episode because it all takes place in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And like, but you don't feel that because it takes place in a, like a Hungry Jack's uh, driving. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is interesting. And there's yeah. a couple of cuts there, but I really love just in that establishing shot. Actually, one of the things like for real life is he's crouched in the corner in the bathroom reading the book yeah which is so true when you're a parent like your bathroom isn't a place you meant to hang out no <laughs> it's just like you know you go in there to do something and then you leave but when you're like bathing someone or in there hanging out with someone there's nowhere to sit yeah so you just end up like crouched ground. somewhere yeah they're not really like, designed like... for parents i don't imagine no they're kind of designed not. for everybody else yeah <laughs> and uh marty how mm. often do you do bath time? Oh, oh man! That's a spicy yes. meatball. I would, yes. lo- I would love to do bath time more. Oh, oh man. man, that's the way we shared it. When I get well. <laughs> <laughs> if I should ever be so lucky to find a partner, that's the moment we stop doing this podcast. <laughs> I'll always have the upper hand. I love bath time. We we do like alternating. One of us does bath, yeah, one nice. of us does bed. And but for a while, I think in the early days we, we were still establishing that routine. Bath time was mine and Jack's thing because he would just splash and have yeah, a great nice. old time. And he went through a weird phase where he just just hated water and I was just like this is what I feared from day one but now it's just <laughs> randomly happened you know 12 months in sort of thing but yeah. now he's back you know I do I do the swimming lessons with Jack and so yeah water, water time for, is a good for, time to defend myself at the same time <laughs> that bath time is happening I'm doing the dishes after uh, having okay. after having usually cooked dinner mm. so uh, come on uh, just just a little bit give me a little bit back please uh, should we <laughs> <laughs> okay on the swimming and the splashing, lest I forget to mention it later, just the animation when of when Blue, uh, when Bluey goes <laughs> yes. down and goes and gives the order yeah, to Bingo yeah. on the fryer yeah. and then goes back down and she, goes, yeah, it she, just, she holds the burgers and stuff above the line of the water. Yeah. But then, <laughs> yeah. but then she, like, she holds her breath and just sort of slowly falls yeah. backwards whilst keeping the, the stuff <laughs> above the water. Each time splashing She's more bandit, water yeah. over Bandit's side. <laughs> and just the use of the magnetic letters to be oh. everything in that episode. Yes, the yes. burgers, was, the patties, I actually had, the I was hats. like, they, they are the... <laughs> The, 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 upside, the upside down so, black T yeah, letter so uppercase T for uh, a top the, hat. You, you was a moustache, and then and a then, blue T meant to represent like yeah, a tie. Yeah, it's so. Oh, good. I was going to ask you like what makes up the. Oh, the, the sorry, oh, we ruined you. But the, I, I really think the foam letters are like one of the key characters. Yeah. In this, they just get used in so many different ways, and they provide so much uh, juiciness to this episode because mm. of the. Sort of things that you can do like there's a great you know a couple of moments where chili just appears and in those shots is where they just got flung everywhere yeah. <laughs> um and really you know gives it gives it that extra bit of expression and the moments where in bandits eating the fake burgers doing the the classic cookie monster sort of thing yeah. and the way that they move <laughs> oh, around yeah. you can tell that they're just foam yeah um, and the conceit of as soon as they get turned sideways they're all just circles yeah. because that's how you can yeah. use them to make burgers yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, despite the fact that they are letters. But as soon as they go sideways, no, that just makes a nice... It's just a disc, yeah. yeah. 
And I'm pretty sure there's like a color palette change at one point when the bath starts to go cold and they're like, oh, your, your lips are going blue. I'm a blue healer. Like, great. Best line in the episode for yeah. mine. Um, but then I think it's when, <laughs> when, when Bandit ends up washing the dishes, he's oh, grumble, grumble. It's like all the ones he's washing are now blue because yeah. like, they've been washed of their colour type uh, thing. It's such a beautiful touch. I like, love when, I love when that is awesome. And I also love when Bandit latches on to that line of, oh, she's yeah, a blue yeah, healer. Yeah, no, when Chili comes, comes, comes in and complains that her lips are blue, oh, he's just a blue healer. <laughs> and even, even as he's doing a lot of the negotiating, just going, make the right decision, time to get out of the bath. Yeah. You can see him looking back over his shoulder, knowing Chili is going to fly <laughs> in at any second. <laughs> For me, my favourite line is probably, going, can you earn your key, please? <laughs> <laughs> which is a, I think if not it's 7 o'clock they're meant to be out of the bath and you're, you're not, not even meant to be in it, it. <laughs> <laughs> that is isn't. yeah sorry no that that's just overtaken that other one, uh, it's, yeah. one. <laughs> it's another one of those episodes in which the parent character who's not in it too much just gets all the gets calls, the zingers so. yeah for me the undercurrent to this episode is Bandit kind of wants to play yeah that, and that's what happens at the end kind right? of, yeah like, he just mm. he wants to keep it going because, like, you can tell in those moments where he's like, wow, that burger was really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he doesn't exactly want it to stop. And I think that comes back to just the general thing of, like, these kids are awesome. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I just, I want to have this fun time. And, like, I know I should be, you know, I'm trying to do this parenting thing and blah, blah, blah. But I'm also just having fun playing this game and getting sucked into the world. And it's nice that he has the faith in the kids that maybe they will yeah. Um, make the right decision. It's yeah. not, not saying that, that Chili doesn't because, I mean, you can't blame Chili for going, they're going to have too much fun with you, Dad. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, you're, maybe you're underestimating the amount of fun they're having. But, yeah. but it's also nice that Bandit is just thinking, oh, you know, oh, no, give it a go. Give them a chance. Yeah, it does all come down to those setting boundaries, isn't it? So Chili's tried to say, look, the boundary is bed by 7 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bandit just can't follow that boundary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make that work. And I think to your point about the always wanting to play, that's the end. You know, they're out of the bath, mm-hmm. he's drying them off. Boom, the hair goes up. Oh, we look like hedgehogs. <laughs> hedgehogs. Can we play hedgehogs? And P.S., before we go any further, tell me that's not a Sonic the Hedgehog reference. Really you've got one blue, like it, you've it? got one orange. Yeah. That's Sonic and Tails, right? Yeah. That's not just oh, me? Man. No, no, I, I saw that too. Cool. I di- I'm ashamed that I didn't think of that. Oh, but, <laughs> but, but no, yeah, that maybe goes back to what I was saying last episode where, you know, they homage to things, but not so heavily that, you can't watch it a dozen times before you see it and go, sure. oh, maybe. It's nice in the mystery. Except the Indiana Jones ones. Those are obvious <laughs> to me. <laughs> those ones are for you. <laughs> they're, they're to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of sort of doggy treats going around in this episode. I couldn't see uh, a long dog or a it's tennis ball. Anyway, again, to your point about it being a bottle episode, it's pretty mm-hmm. hard to work that stuff in. The one question I do have is the shampoo bottle that is in a lot of the shots it's got a shark on it. It's got a shark How on it. How cool is that? I love that illustration. Can you imagine so as a kid, you get, you know, shampoo is not something that kids really care about or have too much say. You know, mm. they often shy away from it. Oh, I don't want to wash my hair. But I'm telling you, as a kid, if my shampoo bottle had a shark on it, I'm yeah. using that sucker every night. Like, <laughs> I love the way that Bluey uses it as a microphone and then her voice changes to the monotone. <laughs> yes. The way she tilts it, I'm immediately back at the Hungry Jacks um, <laughs> yeah. drive-thru yeah. line. Like, that, the, 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 the microphone they had with a little button and just like, <laughs> you know, one, one, one thingy, please. <laughs> what is it talking about? Talking to it at the side of your mouth. Yeah. What is it about microphones and the kind of microphone it is in the kind of setting that, 
automatically defaults any human to a certain rhythm. Like yeah. when you're in shopping centers, it's always da, 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 the da, price da, da, check. Da, 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 it's like, price check. It's always that. Like, <laughs> and then on on planes, on airplanes, it's different. It's like a real sort of to be like really comforting. Like when they're talking about sit the, back, relax, and enjoy. Yeah. And, but when they're doing the safety thing. It's like, except for the Air New Zealand ones. Ah, now those are the exception to the rule. Correct. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. They are amazing. They're all directed by Peter Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) My favourite was always, fasten the seatbelt over your hips, low and tight. (laughs) Really? Okay. (laughs) Peter Jackson. (laughs) Well, I never. If you would like to put your chair up into the single position, then they will be doing it shortly. It's like it's like they take everything that's sort of bad news and go up and go to But it's okay because we're going to do this. Also, in terms of like tonal changes and breakdowns, I love you know we've already talked about the bank costume. So we drop down below the water. We have yeah. the costume change. We come back up <laughs> so quick, yeah. so comedy fast, quick somehow. Um, and then the music changes, so it changes to you know sort of plinky plonky piano, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the tone of voice changes, and the the eye line changes, like the the eyes go down to the sort of sleepy eyes. <laughs> as she's being the the bank manager who's going to give you money in the form of ducks for whatever you need, <laughs> <laughs> because where does money come from, guys? Know, mm-hmm. You can borrow some from the bank. <laughs> Hello. And also, the, yeah, I made reference to it in my um, breakdown at the start: the idea of having the toys and those bar. Bath toys. Who had some of those bath toys? Oh, the one with, with the little twisty mm. thing. And yeah, the fact exactly. that it yeah, not only just things, yeah. gives a shout out to him, has them in the episode, but just zooms in on it yeah, and yeah, has this thing, like clo- <laughs> extreme close up of this hero <laughs> bath toy yeah. and, and the sound and everything. It's like they're hammering at home to the viewer that yes, this is the toy we're talking about. <laughs> we know you all had them. <laughs> I also like Bingo in this episode. She doesn't get a lot to do. She's kind That's of true. the, but she's she's the engine room, right? <laughs> oh, the return of the cook 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 yes, flip. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was the in there. That was great. I also loved it in an effort to keep the game going. You know, Ben is like, I don't have any money. Oh, that's all right. We'll do them for free. And Bingo, who's been slaving away over a hot stove, just goes, No way. That's my money. That's right. Yeah, Bingo. There's something about the no way of Bingo is just excellent. Bingo's other good line is the wow when uh, when he just devours <laughs> all, the all the burgers. Hundred burgers, hundred Well, maybe maybe that's a callback to the last episode as well when he's going, oh, I've got a problem with ice cream and I have to be good, and he's mm. not. Maybe they know, they know yeah, a bit about their dad. They know his weakness. You see, it's all connected, Ali. But um, I say the return to the cook cook flip. But um, this episode does appear chronologically after Hammerbarn because I don't know. Uh, yes, this is yeah. uh, episode thirty-two <laughs> of season two. Hammerbarn is sort of in that. It's like episode two. It's early in season two. Nice one. So yes, Whew. well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was genuinely worried. The other thing I love about this episode is just the idea about which parent is a meanie. Yeah, and, I don't want to be a meanie parent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think sort of in in every parenting dichotomy, 
there's a fun parent there's and the there's cool no parent. parent. Yeah. yeah. Frank, who's a cool parent in yours? Oh, that's not fair. That was a pearler of a setup. Well done. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you planned this whole thing. Yeah, funny. Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I plead the fifth because no matter what I say, I'm in trouble here. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, man. It was a burning question and it. Came back with a non-answer. <laughs> oh, Ali, you're coming back. Because <laughs> definitely, like, in, in our parenting, I am not the fun parent. I'm going to admit it. I'm I'm the parent you go well, to. Well, you're the fun podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be fun at something. <laughs> but, you know, I'm who gets, you know, when you've had a bump and you need a cuddle or you're hungry, yeah. come to mum. If you want fun. You go to Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who can pick you up and swing you around and those sorts of things. Yeah. So, but yeah when, Again. When, when you're tired and when you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. Mums are fixers, aren't they? That's right. I thought it was super interesting that Bandit was not only trying to be like, I'm the cool one, I'm letting you have the responsibility. Oh, but mum's a meanie. Look, she's a yeah. meanie one there. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of driving that. Just kind of, look, I don't want to be a meanie. And it's such a nice way of saying, look, I don't want to put my foot down and just be an authoritarian because I'm trying this, but I don't want to be a meanie parent. It's really nice when adults use kid language to <laughs> try and get across the their motive. And then I just love, you know, we've already talked about it at the moment where it cuts to him in the bath. So now he's, <laughs> ultimate, he's just suddenly become complicit <laughs> yeah. in the entire thing. It's like completely absorbed into it. And you already said the line, Frank, of like, and you're not even meant to be <laughs> which sort of draws a that's so nice. And then even at that point, even when he's been busted, he's been coerced into yeah, the bath, yeah. he still believes they can make the right decision. And when they don't, he that that's enough to snap him back into into par- <laughs> full parent mode and go, right, that's it, I'm pulling the plug. And then it's just wrestling and just yeah. oh, I love it. And if you watch closely in, in that moment when they you know they start wrestling with him, one of the letters <laughs> yeah, goes flings that. high up on the wall and, and it does uh, like, like a pickle you would be in yeah. a burger, yeah, funny yeah, enough, yeah. just starts slowly sliding, sliding down. down. Down the wall, Perfect. like yeah, yeah beautiful. But once again, Ali, thanks for being in the room with us, crazy gents. My pleasure. Uh, ama- <laughs> no, amazing as always. No, the pleasure's all ours. All ours. I promise you. Well, I did throw a lot of shade, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the pleasure was all mine. <laughs> hey, Marty, yes. we've really got to stop having people named Ali on this show, yeah, just for you or my just, just benefit. For a, yeah, for a little break, just a little break. Yeah. yeah. Well. I reckon it's uh, just about bath time. Tub 300? <laughs> <laughs> Left at the soft towels. <laughs> if, you hit, if you hit the slip and slide, you've gone too far. <laughs> Look, we didn't plan that, but... <laughs> Frank Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbun Project on Facebook.com slash Proj at Proj on Twitter or Hammerbun underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley and Reese and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerbun for cheap shovels.